0: Explore Middle Earth. Uh, my name's Jay. Sitting across from me is Grant. Hi. Yep, that's Grant.
1: And um. You know what? I just noticed. Hold on. What? Uh, the microphone. Um, what are, what are these covers called?
0: Uh, I don't know. They're like the. It's puff like the thing. Yeah, the little puffy thing
1: that goes yeah. around the microphone. I just smelled it for some reason, like really deeply. Yeah. <laughs> and it <laughs> smells like my grandma's house.
0: That's where I keep them. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: What? That's weird.
1: I don't know. It like kind of brought back like a little bit of nostalgia for a second.
0: (laughs) That's kind of weird because these just stay in my room. (laughs) Does my room room smell like your grandma's house? I don't know. I'm just smelling
1: these. Uh, yeah. Okay, so. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) So episode (laughs) thirty-four. Welcome, guys. Welcome to episode thirty-four today. We're talking about a different kingdom. Last time we talked about the first kingdom. Arnor we talked about not the first kingdom. Arnor. No, yeah, yeah. Good. Thanks. I forgot the name. Yeah. No, you're welcome. <laughs>. <Arri aime. uncovered. laughs> um, this is definitely Kaza doom, Kaza! doom. More, yeah. More, yeah. Yeah. or Doom Moria. Moria. what was it? Dwaro Dwaro Delf. Dwaro Delf. Had a lot of names, as does yeah. everything in
1: Tolkien's writings. Yeah, pretty much. It has like a translation in every language. Tolkien
0: has many names: John, Ronald, Rio, Rule, Rool. Rules.
1: Rool. How do you say that? Rule. Rool.
0: Roland. <laughs>
1: ruin, ruin, oh. Rohan. <laughs> oh. oh, um. So, <laughs> we're recording this on Halloween right now. Um. Mm. So there is a potential that we might get trick or treaters. Um. I have the porch lights off and everything, but our last—you never know.
0: Our last Halloween episode was kind of sick with the Nazgul. Yeah, we did that whole skit.
1: Yeah, check that out. I guess this. Well, we're recor- we're recording this on Halloween, mm-hmm. and it's about. Moria, which is called the Black Pit. So. Yeah, it's
0: kind of spooky. It's underground in caves. Yeah. there could
1: be ghouls, ghouls or and vampires. Goblins. Yeah, and bellrocks. There's actually a lot of scary stuff in Moria. Okay, I'm gonna start off. We're kind of <laughs> we're gonna go through uh, each of the ages and kind of like the history of khazad Dûm and uh, you know the greatest of the dwarf mansions in Middle Earth. Um, you know, just kind of go through each of the ages and what happens um, with Khazad Dûm and the dwarves there, and eventually Moria um, is what it becomes known as. Um, so I will start off with kind of like the Elder Days and the uh, the First Age. There's not. Thank a, you. There's, yeah. Thanks yeah, you're for wel- taking the lead. On yeah, this. you're. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's not a There's not a ton. We kind of split We kind of split it up so that each one of us would have like an age that there wasn't a lot of stuff on and then there was also an age that there was a lot of stuff on so i'm doing the first stage and third age jay will be doing the second and fourth age so yes <coughs> yes. yes sir uh yes so um to start off with the first stage or the elder days at least um which includes the first age, mm-hmm. um i am going to read from appendix a let's go um the third part called duran's folk um
0: you guys will be glad to hear that i'm only reading two very short sections this episode
1: and this is a long section and i have not found out where i want to stop yet so i might just keep reading on the, fly. the the rest of the appendices
0: grant's gonna figure out where to stop off the dome
1: yeah off the dome baby all right here we go you ready mm-hmm. all right Doran's folk um concerning the beginning of the dwarfs, strange tales are told both by the eldar and by the dwarves themselves But since these things lie far back beyond our days, little is said of them here. Durin is the name that the dwarves use for the eldest of the seven fathers of their race, and the ancestor of all the kings of the Longbeards. He slept alone, until in the deeps of time and the awakening of that people he came to Azan el-Bazar, and in the caves above khaled in the east of the misty mountains, he made his dwelling, where afterwards were the mines of Moria renowned in song. There he lived so long that he was known far and wide as Durin the Deathless. Yet in the end he died before the elder days had passed, and his tomb was in khazad It rhymes. Oh, wow. Um, Classic Tolkien. Yeah. I but guess. his line never failed, and five times an heir was born in his house so like to his forefather that he received the name of Durin. He was indeed held by the dwarves to be the Deathless that returned, for they have many strange tales and beliefs concerning themselves and their fate in the world. After the end of the First Age, the power and wealth of khazad Doom was much increased, for it was enriched by many people and much lore and craft when the ancient cities of Nograd and Belagost in the Blue Mountains were ruined at the breaking of Thangorodrim, The power of Moria endured throughout the dark years in the dominion of Sauron. Oh, I guess I could stop there because that's getting to the Second Age. Off the dome. So off the dome. Natural, I'm, dude. I'm going to leave Zoom. you guys on a cliffhanger, basically. <laughs> So there you guys go. (laughs) That was my passage. We're just Um, trying to get you guys interested in this. Yeah, get interested. Dive deeper. Actually,
0: we're supposed to be diving deeper. You know, Uh, you can dive even deeper. Where the water pressure is too much for us. Yeah. Have you ever had diving lessons? Like... Scuba diving and like diving off a diving board? Like diving, like, uh, well, I guess both, sure. I've, like, my mom showed me, I've never got, like, nobody's ever, I never had a coach or a teacher be like, hey, this is what you do. Yeah.
1: I think in like fifth grade at school, we did like swimming lessons, but I don't think they taught us how to dive or anything. Yeah. I think I learned that just by swimming at like my parents' house growing Mm up. Um, But I did go scuba diving one time and snorkeling.
0: That's sick. I've never done that. It's pretty cool. Why are we talking about this?
1: Uh, just because oh, we're diving said, deeper, dive, diving yeah. deeper, so we're diving deeper into our own lives. Yeah. So just to give you guys a little taste, I have been scuba diving, snorkeling, Florida okay. Keys. Okay. Big deal. Big deal. Yeah. Big whoop. Yeah. I saw a freaking shark, dude. It wasn't a, a. It wasn't like a dangerous shark though. Oh.
0: It was a chill shark. Yeah. It
1: was chill. <laughs> chill. It was chill. He kind of looked at me and he was like, "Yo, man, you're cool. I won't get you." It's
0: not a great white shark. It's a great chill shark.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So uh, like I was saying, uh, Kaza Doom um as was mentioned in the passage was founded by uh Durin the Deathless or Durin the First um and he awoke in the years before the first age under Mount Gundabad if you're looking at a map of middle earth um that's like in the very north of the misty mountains kind of where it like combines with the gray mountains from the east yes. that's mount gundabad later on it's taken over by orcs and it's made like an orc stronghold but um uh, first and foremost, it was a Dwarven stronghold. So mm-hmm. there you go. Um, yeah, and then Doran traveled south and he discovered Dimril Dale, which is what Azano Blazar is, and uh, the Mirror Mirror, um, which is that lake that they call Kelad Zaram. And he looked in and he saw his reflection clear as day, and there was a crown of stars around his head. And that was kind of like a sign that he was to be the king. Mm-hmm. And
0: did anybody else see it, or did just him see it?
1: I think technically anyone who looks in that same position can see it because oh, okay. I know Gimli and Frodo did uh, after they left Moria.
0: Yeah, I didn't know if it was just like a thing like he's like, guys, guess what I saw. It's gone now, but I saw it, so I'm king.
1: I saw it. That's kind of like his, his sign to uh, start um, delving in the Misty Mountains around that area, which I think this is just... <laughs> Sorry, guys. Jay just, just <laughs> boop, booped his head against the mic.
0: Boop my hat bill. Yeah. Wearing um, a hat for anybody who doesn't see.
1: Off the off of off the dome again. Mm. I'm trying to remember the three peaks that uh Moria is under. Um so there's the Silver Tyne, um, Cloudy Head and Red Horn, which are called uh Phenuathal, Karathras, and Calebdil. Well, off the dome. And then in Dwarvish, I think the only one I can remember is Xerixagil, which I think is Red Horn. Um nice. So anyway, so that's where he starts making uh, his mansion of That's what the people pay to hear, dude. Right, yeah. That's what people pay to hear. just off memory, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Doran and his people, who are the Longbeards, um, they started to delve out already natural caves in the mountains, and they built the first area where that um, infamous bridge is located, you know. Classic. Uh, I think it's called the Bridge of Kazad Doom. Yeah. Like, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. The Bridge of Doom. <laughs> It's yeah. not the Bridge of Doom, no. don't quote me on no, that. No. Maybe somebody um, mis-
0: or said it one time.
1: But yeah, f- so for, for many years throughout the First Age, it, it uh, continued to grow and thrive, and it uh, became legendary even among the elves of Beleriand throughout the First Age, who often heard of it through the dwarves of Nogrod and Belagost, um, as was said in the passage too. And also, as was said, Doran the Deathless did die sometime before the end of the First Age, and he was buried within khazad Doom in his own tomb. Yo. And that was his doom. Bars. Um. Yeah, so not so deathless, but he did live a long time. And then also... Are you uh, going to tell them why he's called deathless? Just because there's the reincarnation. And then also he lived a long time. So okay. it's just... Yeah. yeah. But like yeah. the reincarnation thing is like every every so often there's one of his aunts or his descendants. His aunt. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say ancestors. And That's aunts. okay. I just thought it was funny, Grant. Uh, I understand. One of his descendants was so often... Or every so often one of his descendants would... Like, look like him and then also have like a personality like him and kind of almost like embody his spirit. So, mm. they would call him Doran. So, that's why I'm just oh, going to get into the go. Rings of Power a little here bit. Here we go. In the Rings of Power, when they have Doran the third and then Doran the fourth, it's interesting because they, they only have it's supposed to be Doran reincarnated. So, the fact that there's two Dorans at the same time doesn't really work.
0: And they don't really look like each and other. And they don't really oh, yeah, no.
1: So, not yeah. good. We didn't like that, but that's okay. That's neither here nor there nor anywhere nor anywhere really so that's kind of the end of the first age you know doran died before that time but as as far as we know you know kaza doom's doing good They've thriving. got a lot of riches they're thriving glowing um so yeah that's where the first glowing. age ends glowing glowing wasn't glowing a dwarf? yeah yeah uh yeah, jay, so, yeah so yeah n- <laughs> so yeah shout out to jay and then i'm gonna Remember. pass it off to jay to uh go with the second age man oh,
0: thanks grant yeah no problem hello everyone and welcome to the second age um, so, I'm just going to quick start out with the start. So, in Second Age 40, um, I don't know how many years the Second Age was. Let me see how long. It.
1: It's like 3,441. Okay.
0: Is that exact, or were you just I'm saying? I'm pretty that? sure. Okay. <laughs> it's L- about. Look it up. Are you going to look it up? I will. Okay. So, in Second Age 40, most of the dwarves of the Blue Mountains began leaving their now ruined cities of Kazadum because they were being taken over by orcs, and Sauron is like, oh, I'm, taking, I'm taking this land for me. But it wasn't for him. So they started losing or leaving and coming to Kazadum. So the city was um, the population of the city grew, um, and uh, three thousand four hundred forty-one. Nice, Grant. I got it. Nice, Grant. Um, and uh, when they came over, they also when the dwarves came over um, from the west to Kazadum, they brought um, their skills in smithing, crafting, and masonry, and um, all these factors created a renaissance for Doom. Um, and brought it to, like, its peak. A renaissance. Right. Nice. A renaissance. a renaissance. It brought it to its peak. And uh, the proof of this is in Appendix B of Lord of the Rings. Um, in the it's just a timeline of the Second Age. In the Third Age, but we're only talking about Second Age right now. Right, 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 right. It so says, Second Age 40, many dwarves leaving their old cities in the Arid, Luid, go to Moria and swell its numbers. So they start going there, and... Um, you already heard these two mentioned, but uh, the dwarves were from Belagos and Nagrod. Yeah, did I say it right. Yeah, Nagrad. yeah, you got it, dude. Yeah, um, which were, uh, ruined at the end of the first age, so that's why they came to, uh, dum or Moria. I'm gonna use those interchangeably, so don't get yeah. it twisted. Yeah, I get think it
1: twisted. technically, by the third age, it's called Moria, but mm-hmm. I mean it's ha- it's hard saying Doom all the time. So
0: yeah, so um, the dwarves in Kazadum. Or Moria, yeah, whichever you prefer, were long beards, but the dwarves from Belagost and Nagrod were not longbeards. they were broad beams and fire beards. And Ooh. there's there's those more. are cool names. Yeah, there's yeah. more dwarves, but we're just we don't. It doesn't really matter. We didn't we do an episode on dwarves or no? Uh
1: off the dome. Off the dome. Um, I don't think so.
0: Okay, that episode idea for later. There we go. Off the dome. Put it back on the dome so you can remember <laughs> it later. Yeah. Um. And whether they remained separate clans or groups within Doom where they became merged with the Longbeards, is not known. So they don't know if, th- or we don't know if their culture just morphed with the Longbeards. If they kept their culture, I don't know. Don't ask me and don't ask Grant, because I don't think Grant knows. Does Grant know?
1: No. Wh- uh, what was the question? I was looking up something. Um,
0: when the Firebeards and the uh, Broadbeams. Came to Khazad-dum, Did they keep their own culture? Or did they merge with the Longbeards?
1: Um, I think they probably had similar culture since they were located so close together, and I would assume they would at least keep some of it because mm-hmm. I know there's also dwarves that live far to the east, and they yeah. would probably have a different culture. But I think yeah. the for the most part, the Broadbeams and Firebeards, at least once they went to Moria, I think they became more like the Longbeards. So yeah,
0: I mean, you're stuck underground. There's not much you can do. <laughs> yeah, except integrate. Um. So in the Second Age, Moria encompassed the Misty Mountains from east to west, ending in the western rocky cliffs of their base, the Walls of Moria. Um, which is, um, or no, that that's later, sorry. I'm going to talk about that later. So in Second Age 750, the no- Noldorn realm of Aragion was founded. And I'm going to quick read something, because even though we're not talking about elves, this is important, because elves do kind of play a part in the story of Khadzodon.
1: I'm looking... I'm trying to see if we had any, like, dwarf episodes for our podcast, and we used to be really good at naming Yeah, op- now we episodes. just do regular names. Now we just do regular names. Sorry, everyone who really enjoyed those names, but... Yeah. Well. So this is
0: um also in Appendix B. Um, This is the introduction to the Second Age. This is the last paragraph of it. It says, Later, some of the Noldor went to Eregion upon, upon the west of the Misty Mountains and near the west gate of Moria. This they did because they learned that Mithril had been discovered in Moria. The Noldor were great craftsmen and less unfriendly to dwarves than the Sindar, but the friendship that grew between the people of Durin and the elven smiths of Eregion was the closest that there, uh, there has ever been between the two races. Celebrimbor the lo- was a lord of Eregion and the greatest of their craftsmen, and he was a descendant of Feanor. Um, so once the Noldor established Eregion, they formed an alliance with the dwarves. Um, and that's what you see in the Rings of Power happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so there's also Mithril, which we've talked about in previous episodes, which is important. Uh, at the West Gate of Moria, N- Narvi, who was a dwarf, in Celebr- Celebrimbor, constructed the West Gate of Moria. Um, and they put the words um, in the words... Or this is from uh, um, the Lord of the Rings uh, book... I'm gonna read from it. Um, uh, ga- this is when they go to the west, or the west gate of Moria, which, um, if you remember, that's when the party, uh, or the fellowship, goes there and they get stuck. And Gandalf's like, "I don't know the answer." And Frodo's like, well, "What if it's this?" <laughs> which uh, you'll just figure it out from this, or if yeah, you've yeah, already yeah, read it, you yeah. already know. You already know. Okay, so it says the words are in the Elven tongue of the West Middle Earth in the Elder Days. Answered Gandalf. But they do not say anything of importance to us. Importance to us, They say only, the doors of Durin, lord of Moria, speak, friend, and enter. And underneath, small and faint are written, and this is the important part, I, Narvi, made them Celebrimbor of Ho- Holland drew these signs. So, um, that's just like r- concrete proof, rock proof, that the dwarves and the elves had, a, had an alliance. Um. So they create the, they created the Western Doors Memorial with Celebrimbor, um. And then again, I was like, I don't know. Let me try all this stuff. It was crazy, man. It's getting crazy over here. And then Frodo's like, What if you say friend? Pretty sure it's Frodo who says it, right? I Her- think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So moving on a little further in the Second Age, during the War of the Elves and uh, War of the Elves and Sauron, aregion was destroyed, and the survivors, along with. Uh, the relief army led by Elrond were in danger of being overtaken and destroyed. So, if you remember, Regiane is to the west of them. So they yeah. um, flee to the east, and you can't go too far because there's a big old mountain range, the Misty Mountains. Big old cliff. Yeah. So um, they can't. It, they can't just go. Whoosh, we're out of here. They <laughs> either have to go north or south, but they can't go east. Yeah. But you know what happens? Durin the Third sent an army of dwarves, which attacked Sauron's army in the rear. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, allowing the elves to escape. Um, and following the battle, the dwarves retreated into their city and closed their gates. Um, and uh, so I'm gonna quick read that passage. Oh, this this is from Unfinished Tales. Right. Um. Uh, the history of Gladion Caliborn. So this is gonna start with um, uh, spoiler: what happens to Celebrimbor I Dang. guess if you. Are watching the Rings of Power and you don't know what happens to Celebrimbor. This is going to be a spoiler. Yeah. But, um, so this paragraph, uh, it this takes place right after they're starting to flee. In black anger, he turned back to battle, and bearing the banner, Celebrimbor- Celebrimbor's body hung upon the pole. Shot through with orc arrows, he turned upon the forces of Elrond. This is Sauron doing this. Yeah, obviously. He's a bad guy. Obviously. Elrond had gathered such few of the elves of Region as had escaped, but he had no force to withstand the onset. He would indeed have been overwhelmed had not Sauron ha- Sauron's host been attacked in the rear. For Durin the Third sent out a force of dwarves from Khazad-dûm, and with them came the elves of Lorinad, led by Amroth. Elrond was able to extricate himself, but he was forced away northwards. And it was at that time, in the year 1697, according to the Tale of Years, that he established a refuge and stronghold in Imladris, which is Rivendell. Sauron withdrew the pursuit of Elrond and turned back upon the dwarves and the elves of Lorienad, whom he drove back. But the gates of Moria were shut and he could not enter. Ever afterwards, Moria had Sauron's hate, and all the orcs were commanded to harry dwarves wherever they might. So, now Moria is shut up. Boom! Shut up, man. So, no getting in, no getting out. Which means no trade. You can't trade if the right, doors are yeah. closed. Um, yeah, so, uh, like it said in the end there, afterwards, Sauron harbored a deep hatred for khazad and ordered his orcs to uh, attack Durin's folk at every turn. Um, even though the halls of khazad were too deep and too strong, filled with people too numerous and valiant for Sauron to conquer without despite this, it's people began to dwindle from time from this time, because obviously they were closed off. They couldn't.
1: Yeah. Cause
0: you know, um, they still, they still had the gate open to the East, but there
1: wasn't mm-hmm. much trade there.
0: Yeah. And all the, all the stuff that, ta- I mean, pretty much everything takes place West of, yeah. Uh, the Misty mountains. So, um, they closed off a big part of their, their world. Right. Yeah. Man. so in the reign of during the fourth, the dwar the dwarves, uh, joined the last of lines of elves alliance of elves and men fighting against Sauron in the Battle of Dagor or er, the Dagorlad lad in the Siege of Baradur. Um I wonder if they were upset that it was called the last alliance of elves and men even though there was dwarves in it. Yeah. Do you think they got mad? <laughs> like, what the heck? But yeah, so that last of li- the last Alliance of Elves and Men, um, when Sauron gets t- killed, is the end of the second age. So you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna take an ad break. And a then, good idea. Then Grant will pick up with the third age after this. Yes, sir. So, enjoy the ad. Hey, everyone. Have you been wondering where you can see the behind the scenes of this podcast or correct us when we inevitably get something wrong in the podcast? Well, I'm here to let you know. You can find us on Instagram at exploringmiddle__earth or on Twitter at EXPMiddleEarth. If you don't want to look those up, links to both of those will be in the show notes.
1: Okay, welcome back, everyone. Uh, I'm going to start talking about the Third Age. Uh, Jay ended with the uh, War of the Last Alliance, which was the last alliance of elves and men. And less lines of the dudes, which Include included dwarves. the dwarves, but they, yeah, it's not. We
0: want name. better representation for these dwarves. Yeah.
1: What the heck? Yep. What the heck, man? What the hey? The hey. Uh, yeah. So starting with the third age, um, since the discovery of uh, Mithril and the alliance with the elves in the second age, uh, which they established trade with uh, Region, um, the dwarves of khazad Doom developed a hunger for more and more Mithril since it was to them more precious than gold. Um, and they delved into deeper caverns and went far from the halls of the dwarves. Um, in the year
0: 1980. Oh, wow. <laughs> <the> <laughs> that was, a, my parents were alive then. Yeah. So, so were not. your parents. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, they're delving from Mithril unearthed and awoke a Balrog from the first age who had fled at the end of the war of wrath.
0: We're going to have to ask our parents if they remember this. Yeah,
1: probably. um. Uh, it then began the slaughter of the dwarves, and even killed King Durin the Sixth, who was ruling in Khazad Dûm at the time. Oh no! And it was named Durin's Bane ever afterwards. Uh, Durin the Sixth's son, uh, uh, Nain the First, continued to hold Khazad Dûm against the Balrog for another year until he eventually was killed too. And then the dwarves uh, finally fled from Khazad Dûm forever. Well, not forever, but mm-hmm. you'll see. But yeah, so. They uh they uh got into a little bit of a sticky situation there. They delved a little too deep, too greedily, and they yeah. they're like, Oh, there's a demon right I here. I wish
0: I wish people still named things like something's bane, like Grant's Bane. Yeah. Or Jay's Bane. What would be Grant's Bane? A bear. A bear? Yeah. I'm gonna get killed
1: by a bear. Why? Oh. I'm gonna fight one first. Wait, so is it your formals. bane and
0: before it kills you? Or no?
1: No, it wouldn't be. It would be named my bane after it kills me. Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't know what my bane. I kind of think wolves would be cool. Yeah. Jay's bane. Jay's bane.
1: <laughs> that just sounds funny. Jay's bane. Sorry guys, I'll
0: have, okay. okay, uh, no, I'll, I'll have to come up with a better.
1: Okay, whatever. No, it's fine. I have to come
0: up with a better name. Yeah. I'll get. I'll talk to my parents and get back to you guys.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, uh, they uh unearthed the Balrog, and it started killing a bunch of dwarves, and then also a bunch of orcs started entering, um, Kazad Doom. Because Khazad-dum was now empty and ripe for plunder. Because they just kind yeah. of, they left, I mean, they left in a hurry. You know, they're fleeing from the Balrog. So they left a majority of their riches there, tried to bring some with them. I would I would assume they probably would have focused on the Mithril, bringing that with them. But mm-hmm. yeah, so then orcs started coming in and plundering the, uh, the mines and the, the mansions and everything and um, it eventually just became a a black pit basically filled filled with evil creatures and orcs and then a balrog. Um, then the uh the balrog returned to its dark lair and all lay silent and that's when it became known as Black Pit or in Sindarin Moria. Moria. Um so around uh 2480 of the Third Age the orcs of the Misty Mountains began to like fully settle in Moria not just plundering it but actually like living in there. Um And then that's also when Sauron started to, um, before he was even, he kind of, before he was even, like, returned, he he started, like, like using his, like, mind, his will, he started sending some of these, like, evil creatures and orcs to Moria just to make it dangerous so no one would want to go in there so the dwarves, you know, wouldn't want to return. Yes, sir. Um, Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Yeah, so... In 2799, this is right after Smaug had taken over Erebor, the Lonely Mountain. So now all of the the dwarves that had recently fled from Moria uh, like many years earlier all either went to the Grey Mountains or Erebor uh, to establish a kingdom there. So that's where Doran's line continues, the Longbeards. Um, And then, yeah, so Smaug uh, ransacks Erebor, and then those dwarves flee again. And this time they flee to the Blue Mountains in the, uh, the west. Um, and then there was a time when Thror, who was previously king under the oh. mountain in Erebor, um, and now he's a king of the wandering folk of Durand, um, he decides that he wants to um, reclaim Moria for himself to um, establish base- basically. <laughs> I've said that pl- I've said that before on the podcast. Basically. That's a
0: classic Grant quote. Yeah. Basically.
1: Basically uh basically to establish uh his kingship again cuz i mean can you really be a king of a wandering folk if there's no realms or borders yeah i guess you could be i don't know mm-hmm. um yeah so then uh he he attempts to enter moria but then azog the great orc captain nah. he <laughs> <laughs> that's what he says probably he uh he exits the cave and he's holding up Thror's head. And then I think it's Nar is uh, a Thror's companion that goes with him. Um, he sees the whole thing and then he kind of tells all the dwarves back at uh, their homes in the Blue Mountains. And then that's when the war between the orcs and dwarves happens in the Misty Mountains. And one of the major battles of that war was uh, fought in the Dimrill Dale where Durin first saw that crown of stars around his head um, in the lake. And that was also called the Battle of Nanduhirion, which was what the elves called the the Vale. Um, yeah. So this is uh, yeah. So there's a, there's a big battle that happened there in an attempt, not only to reclaim Moria but also to take revenge on Azog and uh, the orcs. Um, so yeah, during this battle in el-Bazar, uh, Azog was killed. Uh, good. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Thorin. This is when Thorin earned the name Oakenshield because he picked up like an oak log and used it as a shield, mm-hmm. uh, but they could not reclaim Moria because the Balrog still lurked in there, and they couldn't. Uh, there was still a lot of orcs in there, yeah. so couldn't get past it. And they're like, "Okay, we'll just go back to the Blue Mountains." Thanks everyone for helping. To uh, the Blue Mountains. See you later. at yeah. right home. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a lot of loss. I think there a lot of dwarves died there. So yeah. Yeah. Sad. sad, sad times, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And then after, um, you know, the events of the Hobbit, when Bilbo goes along with the, um, 13 dwarves to reclaim Erebor. And then after Smaug, of course, is killed by Bard. Um, several dwarves attempt to retake Moria. Um, this is after Erebor has been well established. So they're, they're all good again, but they kind of have a foolish hope in their strength just because they're like, oh, well, we've got Erebor back. Why can't we get Moria back? That type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and at first, this was kind of led by Balin in the year 2989. Um, and the attempt was successful at first, and many orcs were driven out of Moria, and they even found um, artifacts such as Duran's axe, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for a few years, uh, Balin ruled as Lord of Moria. But after these few years, their numbers kind of became slim. You know, I mean, they, it was just a small colony. Yeah. And uh, they were finally... Uh, bested by the orcs that were returning in large numbers and some nameless shadow, which obviously we know what that is. So now oh I've got another, no. I got another passage to read, and this is straight from Lord of the Rings this Fellowship. Straight of the from Ring. the dome. Straight from the dome. Uh, this is uh during the Council of Elrond, and this is when um, Elrond uh lets Glowin uh speak. All right, you guys ready? Thank you. Okay, ready. we're ready. Born ready. Yeah, sweet. Okay. Uh, not all that was. Or I, I did not start that right. That's good. You're sounding like me, Grant. Yeah. Okay. Not all that was spoken and debated in the council need now be told. Much was said of events in the world outside, especially in the south and in the wide lands east of the mountains. Of these things, Frodo had already heard many rumors, but the tale of Glowin was new to him, and when the dwarf spoke, he listened attentively. It appeared that amid the splendor of their works of hand and hearts, the dwarves of the Lonely Mountain were troubled. It is now many years ago, said Glowen, that a shadow of disquiet fell upon our people. Whence it came we did not at first perceive. Words began to be whispered in secret. It was said that we were hemmed in a narrow place, and that greater wealth and splendor would be found in a wider world. Some spoke of Moria, the mighty works of our fathers that are called in our own tongue Khazadum, and they declared now at last that we had the power and Numbers to return. Glowen sighed. Moria, Moria, wonder of the northern world! Too deep we delve there and woke the nameless fear. Long have its vast mansions lain empty since the children of Durin fled. But now we spoke of it again with longing and yet with dread, for no dwarf has dared to pass the doors of Khazad-dûm for many lives of kings, save Thror only, and he perished. At last, however, Balin listened to the whispers and resolved to go. And though Dine did not give leave willingly, he took with him Ori and Owen and many of our folk, and they went away south. That was nigh on thirty years ago. For a while we had news and it seemed good. Messages reported that Moria had been entered and a great work had begun there. Then there was silence, and no word has ever come from Moria since. Whoa. Spooky.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that's kinda of spooky.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. Spooky. That's our That's our Halloween. I mean, this is coming out a week after Halloween's, but whatever. <laughs>
0: Oh wait no wait what's the dog's name scooby-doo doesn't say shaggy scooby raggy
1: (laughs) oh yeah so that's the uh oh hi finn oh you can't have (laughs) it she was doing so good laying down on the couch the whole time but now she's uh she's returned to say hi she uh, has returned. She yeah. is the Belrog. Oh, So, yeah, the uh, the dwarves um, under the leadership of Balan, uh, attempt to retake uh, Moria. And that was – it's kind of assumed to be whisperings of Sauron. You know, he's always kind of like the spreader, Whisper, the spreader, the starter of, like, lies. <laughs> spreader. Yeah, spreader. Like shredder. Master spreader. <laughs> master spreader. Uh, <laughs> but he always kind of, like, started rumors and lies and all that sort of thing. So he must have started the, the rumor yeah. that Moria was uh, – ripe for the taking but she yeah your is ripe that's what he said <laughs> uh yeah so um later on in the third age just kind of like the last thing to happen with moria um in 3018 um or it's 3019 i think it's 3019 okay. it's like it's the new year basically mm-hmm. uh the fellowship of the ring attempted to cross the misty mountains at karathras a which is uh the redhorn mountain it's like one of the bigger mountains. Uh, But they were instead forced to take the dangerous route through Moria after being uh, basically attacked by Saruman with that avalanche. Yeah, yeah, so they were forced to go through Moria, which they were all kind of reluctant to do. and uh, Like Aragorn uh, and—oh, totally my bad. Aragorn. Aragorn. (laughs) Aragorn and Gandalf were especially against it, but they kind of realized, like, I mean, there's no other way. They both have been through Moria, Aragorn, Mm -hmm. and Gandalf but um that was through the east where the gate was actually open but this gate was closed and so that's you know that's when uh uh Frodo and Gandalf were trying to figure out the yeah. the password Gandalf um, keep it simple stupid yeah basically a kiss kiss dude uh okay. wait we're in the episode right, right there okay <laughs> uh, but yeah so they um they eventually get through as we know they figure out the password and so they go through moria um Oh, where am I my notes okay so yeah so they go through Moria and while in Moria uh Gollum who had been lost inside of Moria for a little while uh came upon the fellowship's trail and he was able to follow them out into the open air once more because uh, he was pretty much lost and even if he wasn't going after Frodo he probably would have followed anyone out of Moria anyways mm-hmm. just to be able to get out um but uh you know during their march through Moria they discovered the um the what is the chamber of secrets <laughs> <No>. wait <laughs> Harry <no>. Potter yeah <laughs> uh no it was the chamber of Durin records or something like that yeah I wasn't remember.
0: that the tomb of Durin
1: no that's the tomb of I think it was the tomb of Balin was in there oh yeah so they discovered that Balin indeed died and then they found some of the records of uh people who were there like
0: longest fingernails yeah Guinness Book of World Records yeah. was there <laughs> the um, Ripley's believe it or not was also there
1: yeah uh I think it was called the Chamber of Mazarbul. I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, M-A-Z-A-R-B-U-L. That's also off the dome.
0: M-A-Z-A-R.
1: Let's see. Mazarbul. B-U-L.
0: Yep. Chamber of Mazarbul. What does it mean? Let me see. Mazarbul means records. In oh. Cham- chamber Cud- of Records. Kuzdul.
1: Cus- Cus- yeah. Kuzdul. Kuzdul. Dorvish. It's
0: technically... It's a chamber of secrets, yeah. Because it has much. secret records, yeah. Chamber of records, dude.
1: Yeah. So they they kind of get trapped in there. Um, that's kind of like where they're hiding out. The fellowship, um, because the orcs start attacking them uh, because of Pippin. He makes a lot of noise.
0: Classic Pippin. Classic
1: Pippin. So yeah, they're they're attacked and waylaid by orcs and then cave trolls, Ooh. big deal. Ooh. And then eventually a Balrog, oh. uh, but they don't discover that until they're fleeing far down okay. um, the hallways. Um, and Gandalf was almost spent trying to just trying to block it from getting to the Wait, them.
0: let me get this straight. So are all Balrogs Durin's bane, or is it just specifically that one Balrog? Just specifically that one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense.
1: Um, yeah. So, uh, and then they made it to the Bridge of khazad Doom, which was one of the first things made by Durin and yes. his dwarves. <laughs> um, and then that's where the infamous bridge scene with Gandalf and the Balrog happened. Uh, you shall not pass.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you remember... Um, Quick trivia, okay. Do you know what? Because "You Shall Not Pass" isn't what Tolkien wrote. Do you know what Tolkien wrote? Um, I'm gonna look it up just to be sure. Cause I'm, i I'm yeah, I
1: it, know it's not "You Shall Not Pass." I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but I want to. S- uh, I don't want to sound dumb on the podcast. Yeah, right, 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 right. Let me think for a sec. Um. I mean, I know he mentions the flame of Udoon, but that's also mentioned in the movie, too. Isn't it just, like, a different way to say you shall not pass? It's like you may not pass or something? I yeah.
0: That's not what he says, but it's similar to that. Similar
1: to that. You cannot pass. Yup. Yeah. Okay. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, honestly, I think... You <laughs> may not pass.
0: <laughs> yeah. You probably can't
1: you pass. You might not pass. Oh. I th-
0: Sorry Tolkien but I think that Peter Jackson had a better line. Shall not instead of you cannot. Well I guess okay if you think of it like shall not is like I'm not going to let you and you cannot yeah. means you can't. So maybe there's <laughs> different meanings. Yeah. Like one you, is
1: one is more authoritative. Yeah.
0: One is like you shall not pass like I'm going to stop you from passing and the other one is you cannot pass which there's is like no way. The events that or your doom is that you are going to you're yeah. too big to go across this bridge, man. Right, you're yeah. too. You too much. So,
1: uh, yeah. Not so, not shaming the Balrog, sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> he, he just weighed <laughs> too much. Gandalf was able to stop the Balrog, and uh, the bridge collapsed, and uh, Gandalf went down with him. He's yeah.
0: um, going down for real. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So Gandalf fell to the depths of khazad Dûm, where uh, the nameless things delved. The slimy yes. creatures of old. The ooey gooey sticky yeah. icky. Um, mm-hmm. And so he, he fought the Balrog the whole time he was down there and he pursued it all the way up the endless stair which reached a tower at the top of the peak of Xerixigil which I think was Redhorn.
0: Do you think like the Balrog was running up the stairs backwards swinging at him or he was running up the stairs like scared and Gandalf was like get back here. Well I
1: think it says he was always at its heels so I think it was just running away from Gandalf.
0: Oh, no. Oh, my. Get back here.
1: <laughs> yeah. So uh, Gandalf, of course, finally defeats the Balrog. Yeah. And the Balrog basically takes out like half the mountain peak with it as it he, falls.
0: W- he was at its heels, and he defeated it. Oh. Took its feet.
1: <laughs> um, Tolkien
0: is insane, dude. Dang, that's crazy. It's a metaphor. It's, it's not a coincidence. coincidence yeah.
1: it's not a coincidence. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the last we hear about Moria. Um,
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: Yeah you know. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's that's pretty much the uh the end of the third age history of Moria. And you know, there is another age after that. Um and there is actually a little bit about Moria yeah. that can be told from the fourth age. Yeah. So Jay, take it away. Everyone, welcome to the fourth age.
0: So wow. as you probably know, there's not a ton written about written about the fourth age. Um but we're still going to cover it because there's some stuff that happens. So following the exile from khazad Doom, which Grant talked about earlier, and they try to get back and they can't get back. You know what do we do? Um, can't get back, man. Yes, yeah, So the dwarves always yearned for their homeland, and after more than even after more than a thousand years passed, it um, uh, became the deep shadow, va- deep shadowed valley, which we cannot forget. Is a quote from them, just as they felt compelled to continue incorporating the images of those mountains into many works and. Um, Many works of metal and stone and into many songs and tales they s- stand tall in our dreams is another quote. So, as you can tell, even though they've been gone for thousands of years, they're still like, come on, guys, we gotta get back there. We Do you guys remember? We gotta. Yeah. They're like, oh, it was so much better back then, dude. Back when I was a young dwarf kid. So, it was always part of their culture and part of their identity was yeah. Moria, and they're like, you yeah. gotta get it back. So, with the destruction of the Balrog. Um, the way w- at last was clear for the Longbeard to reclaim Moria. And it is told that a few centuries into the Fourth Age, during the Seventh, a descendant Whoa. of Thorin the Third Stonehelm, at last led his people back into Moria, um, and into Casa Doom. He got them back. So yeah, like I said, there's not a lot in the Fourth Age because that's it. Yep. Because Tolkien didn't write about it, but, so it's all it's all happy ending. Yeah, but a it, it, lot
1: of people died. A lot of people died just for this kind of final moment in the final Durin, during the seventh, Durin. also known as Durin the Last, Durin the um, Last, and he he reclaimed Moria for the dwarves. Yes, pretty good ending, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yes, yeah, so that's the that's uh, the history of Moria, Khazad Dûm, uh, a pretty cool kingdom. I like I like the whole. I mean, there's a lot that's going on with it you know there's always something yeah. going on so that's pretty cool it's, just, it's a happening place it's a hap- hip and happening place yeah uh so we've both got some trivia. do you got two questions yeah or i two, got two questions. i, I two think that's questions. our standard but standard um, i i think mine are pretty easy i just kind of threw mine them out are there. pretty easy too i think okay sweet i think we'll have a good time <laughs> what if we had the same questions that'd be funny well that'd be weird because mine are from the second age well that'd be weird because mine <laughs> are too huh no they're no. not <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, I'll go first. Okay. Uh and I am pretty sure you know this cuz I think I heard you say it in from your notes or whatever. Oh. Uh what was the name of the clan that Doran was the father of? Um oh, the clan that Doran...
0: Is it the Longbeards? Yeah, dude, you okay. got it. Okay, okay yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. a quick answer. That was a quick answer. Yeah. Um So, the Longbeards. My question kind of piggybacks off that. Oh, piggyback. So the dwarves of Be- <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Grant, you ready for your question? So the dwarves of Belagos and Nogrod, uh,
1: were not long beards. What uh, were they? Oh, okay, broadbeams and firebeards. Yes. Hey hey hey, 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 hey. Okay, another easy question for you. Uh, it involves two answers, but they're easy, so okay. don't worry. Uh, what were the two main settlements of Doran's folk throughout the ages?
0: Two main. S- is it khazad Doom is one of them? Yeah. And of um, of course, the Blue Mountains.
1: Uh, I wanna oh, say that's okay. a main settlement. Okay, okay. No. I'll give you one more chance.
0: Kazadum and uh I don't know. Um is it one of, is it one of the uh Belagost or Nagrad or whatever?
1: No. Doran's folk, not uh Oh, those sorry, people. sorry, sorry,
0: sorry, sorry, check my apologies. Um, I can't remember. It's when they get exiled, right? Yeah. I thought it was the Blue Mountains. I don't know. Um is it another th- mountain range or is it, or is mm. it like a valley? Not a range, no. Oh,
1: the Lonely Mountain? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I knew,
0: I don't know. I didn't know that. Because, I, I,
1: I, I mean, they had, well, they did have the Blue Mountains, but those were like very uh, small mm-hmm. uh, settlements. And then the Grey Mountains, too, they were very small, but they were destroyed by dragons. Mm. And then there were the Iron Hills, but those don't really come into play and then Erebor is the one that they had been in for quite a while too yeah. that was a big settlement of the dwarves mm-hmm. um, Doran's folk is the Doransfolk. main part Yeah.
0: okay so my last question so um, when they the dwarves and the uh, or when a dwarf and a uh, elf Celebrimbor um, created the west gate what was the name of the dwarf that helped him and then engraved the uh, in, or engraved the
1: uh, um, the field in the gate, the yeah. Oh, more. I thought that was your answer. I was like, oh no, no, uh, <laughs> no, you got it wrong. Uh, the dwarf's name, Narvi, yes,
0: dude, Gnarly, yeah. dude, you got it, Narvi, dude, Gnarly. Oh, that's sick, man, Narvi, dude,
1: wall, 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 man, <laughs> wall, wow, man, uh, that's
0: crazy. Well, wow, two for two. Uh,
1: I, I, I mean, you already know this, but I dressed, uh, my wife and I dressed up as frat guys for oh, Halloween. I never saw pictures. Uh, you, you don't really need to, just okay. imagine a frat guy, <laughs> and that's what we looked like actually we were we were both dressed the exact same. Mm-hmm. I'll just give you a lay down, or what a lay the low down, low down, <laughs> lay out, low down. Grant will lay down, yeah, I will lay down, for you man. I'll just lay down. <laughs> uh so I wore a kind of like a trucker style hat backwards, of course, and mm-hmm. I had it backwards, like, yeah, I had it on my head, but it was like Good. it wasn't like pressed all the way down, you know mm-hmm. it was like sticking yeah. up mm-hmm. um, that thing. Yeah, doing that thing, and then I wore a uh, like a baggy sweatshirt with a flannel over top, Nice. and then Adidas joggers with nice. um like white Adidas socks with the joggers tucked mm-hmm. into the socks.
0: You know, I do kind of do that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I put like it's comfy into sweatpants.
1: Never jeans. No, that'd be weird. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> or shorts. Never shorts. It's
1: definitely comfy. <laughs> it is comfy. But um yeah, so we we dressed up as frat guys, and then. We eventually changed it to I was dressed up as a frat guy And Maddie was dressed up as me Dressed up as a frat guy Oh nice Yeah
0: Wow versatile
1: Yeah very cool
0: Then you could have been dressed up as Maddie Dressed up as you Yeah
1: and it just would have Gone back and yes. forth uh, Yeah so I was talking like that Like all day yesterday mm-hmm. um, At my in-laws house I was like uh, Yeah so like <laughs> look, We got all this candy here We're just about to like chow down I'm Gonna watch a movie we could, we should do a whole podcast like that. We we'll just do different accents. All the time. welcome
0: to uh, Exploring Middle Earth with my bro. With my bro. With my bro, Grant G Money. My brother. Oh, G Money.
1: my brother, man. My brother in arms, dude. G-money. That's kind of like a California frat, though.
0: Yeah, but I guess that's... I mean, what would a middle? Not middle. Middle Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> middle Eastern. <laughs> <laughs> no, mid Eastern.
1: <laughs> Midwestern.
0: Midwestern. Uh, middle Western. Why is not it called middle Western?
1: I guess you could call it middle middle, middle Western. Western. I was just kinda of say middle of the west. It's more like it's more east than west. Well, I don't know, it's kind of both. I don't, I don't really care. It
0: depends. I don't know. That's that always confused me. Well, Why
1: actually, it? I think it's called the Midwest. It's included with the West because it's west of the Mississippi. Yep. Um, or at least most of the Midwest is west of the
0: Mississippi. Mississippi.
1: Yep. <laughs> because that was the Mississippi and the Ohio rivers were kind of like the um Ohio. The kind of boundary of the West for early Mm. colonial America. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we're talking about Tolkien. But thanks, Grant. For any of you Brits...
0: Brits, eh? Yeah. uh,
1: Colonial America used to be, you know, part of Britain, England, England. you know. Whatever happened to it? What happened to that? that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, there was, like, a series of battles. There was, like, a whole war going on. And I think um, these, uh, basically, just these simple like, farmers and um it's just robes. simple yeah simple like you know militia uh, militia basically okay. defeated a a very professional army you know uh kind of like a kind of like a 7 and 0 type of army <laughs> they're undefeated i don't know why 7 but
0: undefeated
1: you know uh and so they kind of defeated this massive army and started their own nation uh yeah. kind of formed the first democracy of the modern world so that's pretty important.
0: All jokes aside,
1: I'm proud to be an, an American. American. <laughs> <laughs> At least I know I'm free.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks, everyone, for listening to <laughs> this episode. That really got away
1: from us. This spooky uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> Exploring Middle yeah. Earth. No, no current events, right? No. C- um,
0: Current events is there's no rings of power. So good current events. Yeah,
1: sure. Uh yeah I don't oh I, I I think another voice actor was confirmed for the War of Rohirrim anime I can't remember his name but he's gonna be the guy voicing Helm Hammerhand so if that's as far as I've got for current events if you guys want to look that up you
0: can let me see when that illustrated Silmarillion comes out because that should be soon
1: oh yeah and then also the downfall of Numenor downfall of Boomer huh huh what <laughs>
0: Um, November 8th. Oh, that's soon. Oh my gosh. That's voting day here in, in the Americas. In the Americas. Um, let me see when the other one comes out. What's it called? The downfall of Numenor. What are you, what are you looking up? The downfall of Numenor. Like for what though? You just, when it comes out. You already said it comes out November 8th. No, that was the Silmarillion. Oh, The shit. illustrated Silmarillion.
1: My bad. My B, my right. be. While Jay's looking that up, listen to me take a sip of my coffee. I was
0: a like loud gulp. What the heck? It's not an Amazon. Yeah,
1: Numenor. I feel like Amazon would have it. Downfall of Numenor
0: comes out November fifteenth. Oh, oh wow, that's right after
1: one after Diablo. One
0: after. D oh,
1: I'm gonna have to get those then. Grant's gonna be spending some money. Hey. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. <laughs> Hey-oh. Hey-oh. That's
0: that's exactly a week after the Silmarillion comes out.
1: Wow. Early so yeah. early Christmas present. Early equipment. Uh, so, November 1st is tomorrow for us um, as we're recording this. Uh, Jay, where do you stand on playing Christmas music before Thanksgiving?
0: Um, Be honest. If I'm being honest. Yeah.
1: Because um, I think I might agree with you. I think we've talked about this before. I
0: do think we should. you should, definitely. I think whenever... Okay, not in the summer. But I did... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I did i was in the christmas spirit uh, last week and i listened to it
1: on the way home the other day
0: just a few christmas songs just to
1: yep yep okay so so here's here's my thing when when we'll put that away (laughs) when when it gets to fall right when autumn starts i i'm enjoying all the the changing of the leaves and all the fall colors and stuff like that and then all the birds migrating through i'm a big bird watcher for any of you guys who didn't know that so i enjoy watching all the birds yeah I enjoy watching all the birds pass through. But then as soon as the birds leave. Make like a tree
0: and leave. <laughs> yeah.
1: As soon as the birds make like a tree and leave. uh, And then also all the leaves make like a tree and leave. Yeah. Um, Then I start to get into more of a like a winter Christmas mood.
0: So it's just the birds that are holding you so, back.
1: So yeah, pretty much. So it's like as soon as the leaves are off the trees, I'm like, okay, I kind of want it to snow. Because uh, I, think, I think like a snowy landscape looks really pretty. I kind of want it to snow, and then I want to be like reading a book, uh, candles lit, snuggled up, you know, the deal. Candles, and then, not
0: like on fire, but like no, lit. Yeah, like, like some lit, lit candles.
1: Uh, and then I, I mean, I have listened to a few Christmas songs here and there, but it wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't like I was, I don't know, it's just, it just happened randomly. It was I don't just know. for vibes, yeah. you know, the vibes um, were right. But then, uh, Starting November first, I usually listen to Christmas music, but it's mostly instrumental. Um,
0: yeah, because it's with the lyrics, it kind of gets you down that it's not snowing. If it's, yeah, yeah, look at all the snow outside. So it's I like great. I
1: want the I want the feeling and spirit of Christmas, but I don't want to exactly like get too deep into it until it's like closer to Christmas. Because then I'll get too excited in you want to edge yourself. <laughs> yeah, you want to edge <laughs> yourself at Christmas. Christmas. So there's actually <laughs> a there's actually an album that I listen to. Um, called like a an old english christmas um you can find it on spotify but i listen to that uh, like in november and that's what i'll listen to to get myself wait, in the christmas wait, wait. mood i
0: thought you were american grant
1: yeah but i like old in- english okay. stuff okay. so uh so that's what i get into the mood with starting in november and then after thanksgiving is when i start listening to like you know your regular christmas songs that you hear like jingle bells yeah jingle i do think it's really, smart but, to wait yeah.
0: until after halloween yeah, because Halloween's kind of sick.
1: Yeah, but I do. I really like Christmas music, though. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. So thanks, everyone, for listening in to <laughs> that was our, our new many that opinions. was our new section. Uh, our, new section um, our new section called Now That We Got the Tolkien Stuff Over With What's On Our Mind. Let's get the real
1: stuff on. <laughs> so what
0: was on our mind this week was colonialism and Christmas music. Yeah. The two seas
1: of fall. America. The two seas, <laughs> the two of, fall. seas of fall colonialism, <laughs> colonialism and, and Christmas music. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was good. Nice. Okay, everybody. Uh sorry that got away from us. We tried catching it, but it slipped mm-hmm. from our hands. Yeah. Uh so we'll see you next episode. Hopefully mm-hmm. you enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know what we're doing next episode.
0: If you guys enjoy these episodes, we've had some people email us, shout out Janie. Yeah. Or is it Jamie? It's Janie. I don't know, man. It's Jamie. Shout out Jamie. You guys can email us. It's in the yeah. show notes or it's at um exploring middle. Wait, let me get this right.
1: Yeah, Well, I mean, everyone who's emailed us so far, i.e., those two people, amazing. Uh, we've been, I mean, we've been responding pretty quick. Uh, we like responding to you guys. Um, and
0: Exploring then, Middle Earth Pod at gm.com. Yeah.
1: and then we also do take your suggestions.
0: We do take requests, you know,
1: and. We'll take requests for like episode ideas and stuff like that. We like doing that. It kind of takes a little bit of pressure off of a, us, actually. So yes. we don't have to think of something to do. So shout out to everybody who did that. Yeah. So go ahead, do that. We like mm-hmm. it.
0: And let us know where you're from. It's fun to hear you. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Please give us your address. No. In <laughs> the time of home, time of day, you will not be at your house.
1: <laughs> for no reason at all. Yeah. It was, it was for Santa. First. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> Christmas is coming. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. Okay (laughs) This keeps getting away from us Okay, see you guys later One, two, three